Congratulations. You found yourself in that strange part of the internet once again, but I'll repeat it again. I fucked that up still. I'm going to work on it, bro. It's okay because you're here with us. My name is Chris. This is Raul. This is Alex. Welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. So as you've gathered by the title, we're here to talk about Napoleon Dynamite. Now, before we do that, um, I'm going to go ahead and plug the social medias real quick. Uh, make sure you guys follow the Instagram, the TikTok, both Death Taco Pod, uh, Facebook, Death Taco Podcast. You guys know we're live right now on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, you guys want to plug your Instagrams or something while you're here? Yeah, you can follow me at uh, Raul the Barber nine six on Instagram and uh, just Raul Escobar on Facebook. That's all I got. Don't follow me on anything. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> You need, uh, you need to make a new Instagram, bro. I'll just put, like, tech guy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, if you guys want to follow me, you can find me on anything really on my social life. That's my tech for basically everything, so it's kind of hard to miss. I'll put those links in the description and post. Forgets about it. Probably will. <laughs> <All right. laughs> He's going to hit me up in, like, three days. Yo, those tags. Yo, you forgot to plug your Instagram. You forgot to plug your Twitter. You forgot to put everything. And before we get into this, guys, get the pregame shots in. Salut. We got one viewer on YouTube already. Death taco, the death taco, ha. The death taco, the death taco, ha. Alright, so Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I think this movie came out in like 2004, 2006, something like that. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember when it came out? Uh, 2004, I just looked it up. <laughs> do you remember like when it came out in movie theaters? No, I was I was six, so two thousand four. It's two thousand. Carry the two. That's what seventeen <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, twenty six. I don't even know. I was like eleven, probably. You nah, were, you were nine, bro. Nine. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> I'm horrible at math. All right, so I was in two thousand and four, twelve. I was in middle school, so this was like right around my coming of age time. Uh, this movie had a huge fucking, like, cultural impact when it came out. Like, it created a whole cadence of the way people spoke, the way Napoleon Dynamite talked. That, like, lazy slacker, hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> That's, like, a thing that happened after this fucking movie. That and the Vote for Pedro t-shirts, which mm -hmm. I fucking owned one. Do you still own it? Clearly not. <laughs> oh, okay. But, like, um, you know how kind of, like, at Walmarts nowadays, there's, like, a million anime tees and shit? Yeah. So, at that time, you could only find, like, band t-shirts, Napoleon Dynamite t-shirts. Really? That's about it. Shout out to Chipotle's son, my boy Calvin, with the host once again coming in the clutch. But, so, like, when was the first time you guys saw this? Was it today, or had you seen it before, or? I had seen it before, bro, but I couldn't honestly tell you the first time I saw it, but I've seen it before and a few times. This some ra as a random streaming movie? Uh, yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, I watched it again last night, and I was thinking, like, I don't remember when the first time I watched this movie, because, like, I remember bits and pieces of it, but I remember watching the whole thing. So I was like, I don't think this is my first time watching it, like, fully, or at least remembering the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I remember I didn't see this movie at the movies, but, like, somehow I knew all the fucking references. Like, that's how big this shit was. Like, it was, like, Marvel level of, like, cultural impact. It was, like, Thanos, but Napoleon Dynamite instead, you know? Hmm. 
Um, so, like, what do you guys do? You guys like the movie first and for, uh, foremost? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's pretty, it's pretty funny, man. Like, how would you rate it among comedies that you've seen? <clears throat> it's not like, oh my god, like this is movies nonstop, like funny, but it. it it's. I feel like it's more of a like a classic than than like a. This is a comedy movie, like gold movie type thing. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys have seen the thumbnail that I have, it's where Napoleon Dynamite's head's cut off, and there's like upside down crosses and shit. It's mostly going to lead to this question I have: is like, what time period do you guys think this movie was set in? Bro, that's what I was literally asking myself when I was watching it. I think, like, early 80s? I want to say that, or 70s. 70s Late 70s? 70s or 80s. Yeah. Like, late late 70s or early 80s for me. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. And, um, (laughs) so, well, because the whole thing is, like, on the surface, I feel like this movie seems like, would you categorize it as, like, a family movie? Not for like little kids, but if your kids are grown, like, uh, like not preteen, preteens and older, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, there are some things where it's like not kid friendly, I guess, but it's not like, a, oh my god, like your kid cannot watch this movie right. type thing. Like you, you could watch it, but it's like maybe one or two things you might have to explain to them. It's not child humor; it's more like teenager humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how much, like, it's not super bad. I would consider nah, super bad, not. like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that type of, like, that's, real graphic that's only, teenage I feel like movie. That, that's, like, it's only for real, bro. Yeah, but, like, Napoleon Dynamite, to me, comes off more as, like, slapstick. You that's know, what I'm saying. The, you know, like, preteens, you know, like, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds and shit like that could watch it. Yeah. But not I mean, like, even, like, a 6-year-old, bro. They can see it, and, like, Napoleon's just a weird fucking dude, bro. He's like Pee Wee Herman. I was like, I didn't realize that, when I, that the movie was PG. I thought it was like at least PG thirteen. What would make you think it was PG thirteen? I don't know. I just like because I like I said I remember watching this movie like thoroughly like at least in that like that I remember. So I'm thinking like oh this is like a PG thirteen movie like or maybe like some jokes in there or something like that. But then I saw the rating was PG and I was like I was like what the hell? I thought this was like PG thirteen at least. Yeah, the uh, the humor in this movie, bro, never really stuck for me. Like, I never saw Napoleon Dynamite and was, like, dying in my seat. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a favorite for me. Like, yeah, the characters <laughs> are memorable, bro, but, like, I never... It's not like I walked away going, like, that was the movie. That was the one. It was just kind of... I saw it. All right, vote for Pedro. The characters were unique and charismatic enough to where i was like all right you know i'm gonna remember the laziness of napoleon the weird ass accent of pedro even uh uncle rico yeah living in the glory days bro that's like a world famous meme now still and um but nothing really left a lasting impression until i revisited it recently um because like i've realized that with this podcast i've liked looking at movies that are generally upbeat and kind of seeing if I can find, like, the dark shadows in them, you know? hmm And what I realized upon revisiting Napoleon Dynamite is that, like we said, it has this timeless feel to it. 
even the way it's filmed seems like there's some glow filter on it. Like hazy, some fogginess. Like it's almost in this fucking dreamlike universe. Some would say that's just Idaho. Because I've never been there. Maybe that's just what it's like, bro. <laughs> They're all just fucking isolated, bro. Never around each other. And the popular online theory I've seen about this movie is that it's a metaphor for loneliness. Each character represents a different form of loneliness. Could you guys pick that out? Nah. Yeah. Real. I want to think about it a little bit now. It's like the dad is more of like the, like you said, lives in his glory days. So it's like he's stuck in that and he doesn't want to live past that. Um, Napoleon's more of like the socially awkward kid where no one really wants to like talk to him, but only like the weird kids will talk to him and his friends. Shout out to my boy Pedro in the chat. And then. Um, I think isn't it, was it like was Kip like his brother? Mm-hmm. Like his brother is more of like the like I don't know like he's chatting online with hot babes all day, but he doesn't do anything else. Like he doesn't he's not he's socially awkward. Mm-hmm. But I guess I don't know something like that. Like they're they're all kind of like their own weirdness. Yeah, and even like I read that supposedly the grandmother, how she was outgoing, she was out doing shit while these niggas were stuck at home, right? It's supposed to be flipping that trope that old people are typically the ones who are feeling that sense of loneliness. They're stuck at home while you're out living your best life and shit, you know? Right. And this movie kind of did the opposite. So that's like the only thing I could find when I was looking up online, you know, conspiracy or theories about this movie. Mm-hmm. And. I don't see how nobody thought of, like, because I was looking up other topics to speak about, correct? Like, for this podcast. And there's a very popular uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie conspiracy theory. Have you guys, do you guys know what Ed, Ed, and Eddie is, the old cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the theory with that is that all the kids in Ed, Ed, and Eddie that live in the cul-de-sac are in purgatory, actually. Because they all represent a different time period, if you really think about it. And there's actually, like, a calendar, like, delving into what is their actual years and shit. Hmm. Because, um, like, the foreign farmer kid, 1903, uh, the pretty blonde chick, she's, like, a hippie from the 1970s. And they all have these, like, fake backstories of how they died and shit and why they're stuck there. And that just kind of got, like, the gears turning for me that, like, that kind of really relates to this, Loki. Like, I feel like every character seems like they don't belong, but they were cut and pasted into the fucking movie. And how you said you guys can't pinpoint the time, that just adds to the aesthetic that they're really in this, like, fake reality. It's not real. Isn't this more like a creepypasta now? Hmm? Isn't this like a creepypasta now? No, because I thought it would be, but I actually have, like, evidence. Oh, okay. And so, I'll just go ahead and get into it. So, I think that the movie drops subtle hints how each of these characters died. And why they're all stuck there. You saw the movie this morning, you saw it last night, so it's all fresh, right? Yeah, a little bit. I only got halfway through, though. (laughs) He's like, anyways. (laughs) So, what if the opening scene, right? You know, Napoleon, he gets on the school bus with all these kids, right? Yeah. You notice how he's, like, noticeably about six years older than every other kid on the bus? Yeah. 
Or maybe he's even like four years older. Maybe he was a senior. They're all freshmen. I was wondering though, like, I wonder what grade he was. He would have been because I know he's obviously in high school, but like, it would be like I was thinking he's either a freshman or like a senior. Probably like a senior. I'd lean more towards that because he went to that dance. Yeah, he went to prom. Hmm. But uh, so he gets on the school bus, right? And what's the first thing he does? He takes that little toy like, out. Oh, and he throws, throws it out the fucking the window, window, right? Yeah. Now, what if that? Now, like I said, because he's noticeably older than all these kids, what if he's not actually on this fucking bus? That's his spirit because he was a kid who opened the door in the back of the bus and fell out. And his body, his body got dragged on the fucking road. So that's him holding the doll out the window, dragging it, showing what happened to him. Mm-hmm. That was like the first little like inkling that I got. Damn, bro, I didn't think of that. But it fits. Right, it does. Okay, then we okay. go to... I'm going to go just all over the main characters. Okay, go for it. So, um... Come in to me. We got Pedro, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so Pedro, he's a foreign kid. From Guadalajara? <laughs> Guadalajara. Now, this comes to the Ed, Ed, and Eddie thing, right? Where they could have been, like, from different time periods. Napoleon seems like he's a late 90s, early 2000s kid. Uh-huh. Pedro could be, like, a fucking foreign kid from like the fucking 50s or 70s or some shit bro he's dressed in classic uh well how would you call that like bicep outfit yeah, like a cowboy this shit. man dressing like my dad yeah <laughs> but his relatives they all dress like modern times they're cholo niggas right, right. he's got a sister yeah. she's dressed like she's in the late 90s or whatever uh-huh. so why is his outfit different that's one example second example for pedro is what happens in the middle of the movie to Pedro that's just random as shit? There's no explanation for it. Man got shaved. He gets really hot. He's always hot and he's always sweating. But I don't want the shave part. So he's got to shave his fucking head, right? Yeah. So what if the way Pedro died is he got sick? Some type of fever. He well, just he, fucking died he of went sickness. Away for like two, he was sick for like a day. He missed it. He's he sick throughout he the whole sick. movie. He's yeah. always sick. He's always sweating. So what if that's how he went? He was fucking, he had a fever. He got some type of sickness, some illness, and that's why. I got that COVID-19. That's why he's it's always hot and shit and sweating. <laughs> All right. So that's what I thought that made sense for that. That's how Pedro stuck in this purgatory. And then we got Deb, the main love interest chick, right? So she has a thing where she's like door-to-door salesmaning. She's doing photography, private photos for people. Remember, there's a scene where she has Uncle Rico uh, the second time t- getting his photo taken. And um, he's pissed off at Napoleon, so he pulls that card out from his like jacket or whatever. Yeah. But before that, there's this tense moment where he's like creeping up on her. And she has this real nervous look, and she's like, what are you doing like if it's hatching up some flashback like if she had gotten killed or some shit during one of those like photo shoots that one's kind of a stretch but it I makes sense <laughs> i mean I, I i watched it and i mean i guess that could make sense that and uh now we go to uncle rico so where's the first place we see uncle rico in, in the middle of nowhere field. in the field with this fucking van right he's always talking about the glory days you could say that that's like um, just a character trope of a dude past his prime wanting to relive the glory days, right? Mm-hmm. Or, for the sake of the argument and the theory, what if he got into a fucking crash in that van while he was still in his prime and he died with the van? That's why he still lives in the van. That's why he the only thing he has in the movie is the fucking van. 
So he's just attached to it all the time. And that's how Uncle Rico is attached to the fucking purgatory. And uh, next would be Kip. So what do we know about Kip from the get-go? Chatting online with babes all day, right? Yeah. yeah. And what's the common trope of the early 2000s when kids were first experimenting with online chat? Don't talk to strangers. You don't talk to strangers. Why? Because they're probably, if you're a kid, if you're a boy, it's probably a grown man out there trying to buff you. All right. <laughs> so would it be out of the realm of possibility to assume that that's what happened to Kip? He mm. got catfished, met up with some nut, took his ass out. Uh-huh. Now, it might just seem like I'm making up my own, like, fan fiction for all these characters, right? Oh, yeah. And that's more, that is what I'm doing, pretty much. This is <laughs> oh, all. That's pretty, I'm pretty convinced, so now. I don't, uh, know. I don't know, Chris, you haven't convinced me yet. I feel like you're right. just kind of pulling this out of your ass. But, but the only thing that gets me is that they, that they, that they're still aging. Mm-hmm. Aren't they not supposed to be aging? Well, I mean, we're only getting a brief glimpse into this specific period of time. Maybe that's the age they're set at. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we've seen them over years of time. I mean, though, but like for uncle, for example, but like, like why aren't I, my bad. There, no, you're good. You're good. You go ahead. No, you can go, go ahead. I was like, okay. Then my thing is like, then why is Uncle Rico like in his 40s or whatever? Well, he was in his prime when he was like in high school. Exactly. Because it's a movie, and they exactly can't they can't fucking say. give you Chris. You found your loophole. <laughs> okay, but listen, listen. I'm, let you me found let your me loophole. <laughs> Okay, let me continue. Something weird. Something weird that I noticed. Okay. So you know how um the first time Napoleon get or when Napoleon gets asked to feed the llama, right? Yeah. The grandma points to the counter, there's like a little tray of uh food and it's got like flies and shit all around it, right? Uh-huh. Alright, so there's flies. No big deal. Later in the movie, Napoleon goes to some farm to work a job for a little bit, fucking with the chickens on his lunch break, table of food. Unnatural amount of flies again all over the fucking place. Right, right, flies right. everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. There's food. But there's a conversation that happens about three-fourths of the way through the movie between Napoleon and either Pedro or Deb. I can't remember. He's talking to somebody outside of their school. Uh-huh. And um, it's just a random conversation. There's upbeat music playing. But at the end of the conversation, they stop and they both stare at each other. And they're smiling. Camera goes back and forth to their faces a few times. But while that's happening... The audio is clearly there to where you can hear flies still. Just out of nowhere. There's no food around. Maybe they're outside. That's why there'd be flies. But, like, why? Because they're outside. Why did it have to be pointing that there was flies in that moment there? Because they're outside. What do we know that flies are attracted to? To dead bodies. To food or dead bodies. (laughs) And it's crazy because uh, when Uncle Rico was taking a picture that first time, uh, he swatted a fly too. Why would a fly be there? Why would the Why would the director want us to know there were flies there in that moment? Because there's flies everywhere. But why would it be audible? <laughs> why would the audio pick it up that well? Why would it be highlighted? I don't know. Pedro said because they smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but yeah, so that's my argument to that. Another point. Go on. At the very end of the movie, Pedro's giving his fucking speech, right? He walks up to the stage and he's like, I don't know what to say, so uh, I'm just going to bullshit. He's like, I'll promise you all chimichangas. Didn't say that, but okay. He's like, I'm going to have, I think we should have the school blessed. 
I'm gonna. He's like, I've heard that the saint of El Santa Nino de la Cocha is a good one. Or no, Santa Nina de la de la Tocha. You guys ever heard of that? <laughs> no. So I looked it up because I was like, mm, that's a very specific thing to say that I've never heard of. Uh huh. So what that saint is is from the 1500s. Apparently, some people, it's represented as a small child holding a pail of water and a scepter. And it's most famously known for being uh, from some guys that were all in prison. That they said that they were being starved. And that they were all being visited by the same little boy holding a fucking bucket of water and a scepter, giving them all shit to drink. So the saint became known as the saint of the abandoned. Or the forgotten. I feel like it's a very specific fucking saint to name for this particular moment about people that I think are abandoned in purgatory. <laughs> Go on. I think that's all I got. No, I'm fucking with you, boys. I'm Brewerger, Chris. Don't, I don't know. I'm just still stuck on that agent part, but I mean, everything else makes sense, bro. I'm Brewerger, Chris. You, you ain't convincing me. What what's the? I, I don't know. It just seems a little. Seems like a little point to, that you're just trying to get over to get some views. Poke, poke holes in my <laughs> argument. <laughs> Damn, bro, that was a, that was quite a comeback right there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like I'm just not convinced. Like, I I need more details, more more. To convince me. Okay. So how about this? You what guys didn't... The chi- the, nah. They do, they do try the, the time travel machine. Do you think that would be like... Nah, that's too far sketched. Never mind. Maybe they did successfully time travel, and that's why like people from different generations are there. Because like you guys said, you thought the movie was set in the 70s or the 80s. And clearly, <clears throat> that's another reason for the purgatory theory, right? Uh-huh. So... Deb is fashioned like a character from the 80s. She has a side ponytail, right? The picture she shows Napoleon when she's selling her makeup and shit is a picture of a white blonde woman in a denim jacket that clearly looks like a bitch from the 80s, correct? Okay. However, Napoleon goes to a thrift shop later in the fucking movie. While he's in the thrift shop, yes, they have all this old technology. They got, you know, VHS players. They got old-looking box TVs and shit, but on the shelf marked where it says... TVs and shit, videotapes, there's a shelf above it that says CDs. Mm-hmm. CDs didn't come around till what, the late 90s? Early 2000s? I don't know. I didn't catch that. So that in and of itself lets you know this movie did take place in a time period later than what you guys are thinking it was, but Deb is clearly a person from this era, or at least is fashioned to look like that. I don't know. Still not convinced. <laughs> Bullshit, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. This is like too much to to think about right now. Man, where'd you get this theory from? That's a lot of process. Did you make this, did you make this up? This did is me, nigga. I literally stuff, thought bro? of this five minutes before you guys got here. <laughs> no wonder it sounds so bullshit. Damn, bro. How is I it bullshit? Know. You haven't told me anything that tells me it's wrong. Jesus, this isn't a purgatory movie. This is a kid's movie, sir. Have you ever seen the movie It Follows? I did a podcast on it. Uh So in It Follows, the whole premise of the movie is also that it would be timeless. So that 
They have old ass TVs with like knobs on them and shit. They look like movies, like TVs from the 50s. But there's a girl holding a fucking smartphone in the goddamn movie. That leads credence to that movie it's, being fucking set in it's purgatory. during the year 2004 to 2005. It shows it on his ID. Exactly. And the movie. So is that not all a little weird, bro? But it shows anachronisms indicating that it would be more appropriately set in the 80s or 90s. Correct. But the time is in the 2000s. 2000s. Oh, and have you gone to a thrift store recently? What about it? Like they still show shit like like VHS tapes and like old TVs and everything there too. But you both thought the movie was set in the seventies or eighties. Yeah. And mind you, they do that on purpose. They never show a car outside of Uncle Rico's van, so you can't gauge the year by the cars. That's not true. Is a rider? Little rider, the Pontiac. Fucking from the what? The sixties? No. When did that come out? I don't fucking know. Let me look it up. How are you going to tell me then? Let me, let me look it up. It's just everything, bro. Like the carpets, the way the houses are decorated, people, the way that people are dressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like they pick and choose, right? Yeah, like some people like seem like they're there, but they're also from a different time period. And like you mentioned, I didn't even think of the time travel part. Right, right, right. I don't know. So maybe time travel is a thing in this universe. And everybody's coming back from... Everybody just from a different part. And there are some, year. like, Doctor Who motherfuckers just popping in and out. Right. But no, I think it's a solid argument. Nah. Yeah, I fuck with you. With your, uh... Logic, bro. Yeah. This guy here won't give me my fucking credence, though. Um, but that's quite... That's... I don't know, bro. That's... It's a stretch. Yeah, that's quite a It's stretch. a fucking stretch, bro. It's fun. It's fun to think about. When you rewatch the movie, you're going to think about these things that I'm telling you to pay attention to. All right, it's 1964. And beyond that, even, I fucking told you from the 60s. See, I know these things. Yeah, okay. Pull it out of your ass. Bro, and look in the fucking, and there's a scene in the living room when the Napoleon's walking by. There's two pictures on the walls. It's a Kip and Napoleon. It's these professional photos. Black backdrop. I even took a picture of it on my phone. Black backdrop. It's a close-up of their face. One wide shot of them looking off to the side. Mm-hmm. So, Isn't like the stepbrother picture, almost? Like what's the, co- the stepbrother picture? Like the cover of the stepbrothers, remember? I don't remember that movie well enough. Goddamn. <sighs> but this one right here. Go just pull it on the, ch- on the chat. Yeah, it looks like it would Yeah, it's be like a, the Stepbrothers one. Yeah. yeah, to me, that looks like pictures you take like at a funeral, at a wake. These would be the things they would post, right? I guess so. I mean, yeah, that looks like it would be I like guess. the front of car, like the Like the big portrait the they cut out, right? That or the title <laughs> of that little card. I just imagine Napoleon Dynamite dies, and that's the first picture they show of it. Look, it's there, though. I mean, Is that not strange wall decor? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess if you want to. Technical, I guess. But okay, okay. So explain to me again how <laughs> how it's gone. I don't know, man. I feel like you're just stretching this out now at this point. So I don't get any like good job there. It's a good theory. I don't know. It's just like, oh, okay, this guy because he died because of this. This guy died because of that. No. Well, no, no, that's clearly made up and fake as fuck. Nah, I fuck with those theories, though, bro. They but they fit. Sense. They fit the narrative. Yeah. 
They they hella do. I don't know, man. But like, the only thing that that I'm questioning is why are they still aging? That's the only thing. Why is it not showing them at the age that they died? Well, because I mean, it's possible. Okay, so Uncle Rico has two things I thought of that could have happened to him. One is he died in the van. That's why I think that he lives in the van still. Or what happens to him at the end of the movie when he's doing his door to door salesman shit and he starts fucking with the dude's wife? Gets he gets his ass up. beat. Yeah. So would it be a stretch to assume he's possibly done that before and however he got beat to death? Yeah, I guess so. But then what about the woman that meets him after? What do you mean? Well, that's a whole other thing, right? So think of what the main story of Napoleon Dynamite is. What would you say the plot is? Just your average week at high school. <laughs> average week at high school? It's a day in the life. There's no real central villain, is there? No. Nah, not really. I mean, Summer, the chick Pedro's running for president against. And I guess the the uncle. Maybe the uncle, kind of. Uh, ish. Or could you say we're on a journey with all these characters to see who's going to figure out a way to escape? Good job. I believe it. They just hit it. Nah, man. I'm just... Shout, being, out, I'm to just, the, shout out to the producer. I'm just not believing it. Like, I'm not hating. I'm just not believing it. No, nah, but yeah, so like I think that's their whole journey is they're trying to see which characters are going to be able to escape this purgatory, right? And by the end of it, I think two of them get out. Who? My boy Kit meets LaFonda, right? Mm-hmm. She puts that motherfucker on a bus, and they get the hell out of there. And the way they spell LaFonda's name is very specific. It's LaFon, F-A-W-N, duh, D-U-H, like a fawn, duh. Mm-hmm. You guys know what a fawn symbolizes? No. It symbolizes pure and innocence to respect one's slow growth at their own time. I'm like, like in awe that you've done all this like research for this shit, bro. <laughs> but you did it all in five minutes, though. Yeah, literally. Uh, I watched the movie at ten, and now I'm talking to you guys. And um, <laughs> my God. So fucking yeah. So that's literally what. Her character represents is her pulling Kip out of this purgatory-like place. So you could say metaphorically, maybe that's like the movie's way of showing them ascending, going to fucking heaven, bro. This man turned to or a gangster. Maybe she's the one that robbed him and killed him. Because think about possibly <laughs> this, man, <laughs> about, uh, this man turned to a gangster and made it out. Yeah, bro, he found himself and he got the dip. <laughs> But now think about like all the imagery that uh, Napoleon Dynamite's drawing and shit, right? Uh-huh. What is he drawing? He's drawing mythological creatures. One of them is a liger. But a lot of them are fucking Pegasus. Uh-huh. A horse with wings. What was Pegasus representing in Greek mythology? I don't know because I didn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to guess though, somebody rode that motherfucker to heaven because I saw him with Hercules a lot. Look at him right now. Okay, so while I'm looking it up, he's looking it up. Okay, so there was a point to this. What what did you say before I went into this rant? No, keep it going. So yeah, it's all about ascension. (laughs) Uncle Rico fucking... um, You said two people made it out. People made it out. Uncle Rico, you brought up the woman. What about the woman? What does she mean? Well, I was asking you, like, because you were saying that, like, either he died in a car crash or, or he got messed up. With uh, Mr. Rex Kondo. Well, not specifically that. I think it represents a similar scenario. That's what all this is. No, I'm saying, but like, since the the woman wasn't there in the first shot, but at the end, 
I, I'm believing it's that one chick's mom, right? I think so. No. It was uh, his high school sweetheart. Yeah. It was a whole other lady. Because he even casually mentions, like, I lost the girl. She left me. So maybe it was like an ex-wife or some shit. She just randomly just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, she just pops up at the end to save his ass. What the fuck? I thought I thought that was the same chick from the like the mom. Nah, that was a whole other lady. Oh. But now, nah, yeah, so I think that he went through all those trials and he kind of finally made peace with the fact, you know, that he can't live in his glory days. And that's why her coming is representing him just kind of going like, all right, I'm ready to move on. And you could say that it's just small town fucking um, people moving on from the small town. But like I said, just in terms of this metaphor I'm making up for the entire thing, it fits. I don't know, man. I'm not still convinced. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. It doesn't have any meaning, bro. It's just... It's the horse. It was just a horse <laughs> that was passed around between a few gods and a mortal had him for a little bit. He was the son of a uh, of um, Poseidon, Poseidon. I don't know how you say that. Poseidon. Poseidon. Yeah, you said it right. Uh, and Medusa, along with his brother, the golden sworded Crusader Pegasus, Pegasus, sprang forth most miraculously from the, his pregnant mother's neck after Perseus had beheaded her. He belonged to Greek hero Bellerthorn, Bellerphon for some time before being stabled by Zeus and tasked with drawing the chariot of his thunderbolts. Got to see, man. You look to Poseidon. Is that what you're looking to? Or you meant to say Pegasus? Huh? I was talking to Chris. Oh, yeah, I meant to look at Pegasus. I was like, why are you looking at Poseidon? His name originates from the Greek word for springs, Pege, which, since he was supposedly born near the springs of, of ocean. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to share the screen for a second. Help us make search better for you. So in late antiquity, Pegasus's soaring flight was interpreted as an allegory of the soul's immortality. In modern times, it has been regarded as a symbol of poetic inspiration. So I think this little bold part right here, an allegory of the soul's immortality, could be another way that it would fit the narrative of purgatory being that's where your soul would rest until either you go up or down Mm -hmm. so pretty much you're chilling with that unicorn was it a unicorn or a fucking pegasus now that i'm thinking about it (laughs) now you're debunking your own theory man nah bro that's the point i'm not confident in it i'm just shooting the shit like so what about the light what about the liger? What does it, what does it mean? He's like drawing shit, bro. He drew a picture of a bitch that looked like she had gotten run over by a car. I thought for a second, <laughs> including her in the fucking thing, and being like, clearly this picture represented what she looked like after her airplane crashed. <laughs> Damn. That's fucked up. But no, that'd have been a stretch. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not hundred percent. I'm not convinced on that. If anything, I can see this more of being like creepypasta that I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not real, but it's just funny, just funny little theory. Well, clearly it's bullshit, bro, because nobody else on the internet. I don't internet know for a second. Has, nobody else on the internet has brought this up, so I just nah, think nah, it's nah, a nah, fun nah, conspiracy nah, theory, that, bro. Though, definitely, bro. Okay, the thing with the flies, bro. The saint thing at the end, like those are legitimate fucking weird things. Like, why are they? Okay, now that you say that, maybe I believe you, but like that is a legit at the same time, I also feel like you're kind of like just making this bullshit up as you go. Dude, of course I'm bullshitting, <laughs> dude. Do you niggas know who the fuck I am, son? Nah, that's a good That's why I never followed it. Listen here, you beautiful bitch. I'm about to fuck you up with some truth. <laughs> 
No, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, yeah. So that's like my thing with Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, I, I can see it. I was saying they're bullshitting. Which is probably it makes why it a I, lot more of a fun movie for me, at least. And because of Calvin, I got to take another shot. Do you have one in? I'm okay. That was like, no, okay. Bullshitting wise, legendary bullshitting status. Legendary bullshitting status. I'm like, all right, maybe I can, I can fuck with it. But no, like, like am I gonna at, like try to argue like this is exactly what the director was doing? That's, fuck no. That's why I was like a little. I was like, I don't know if you for, for believing this or not. That's why I was a little confused. No, dude. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's th- all hearsay. I mean, okay. It's staring at clouds and going, doesn't that cloud look like purgatory? That's pretty much what I did. In five minutes. That makes sense, I guess. You are you. <laughs> but now, nah, so uh, how many stars are you give Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, how many? Let's go six still. No, Throw no, back. No more uh, <laughs> six inches? No more inches anymore, sir? We've matured beyond that. Damn. We're going to know the origin of it, though. Nobody else will. I mean, He's a three and a half? I go three and a half. Yo, I fucking... The part that keeps coming back to my mind, bro, that I fucking died at was... It's like right at the beginning where him and Kip are like going at it. And Kip's like, try it again and see what I got for you or something. And then Napoleon swings at him and Kip blocks it and like hits him in the forehead. <laughs> and, and then I think the phone rings or something happens, and uh, <laughs> he slaps the fuck out of kid before he it takes off running. Bro. I fucking started dying at that shit. This shit cracked me up, bro. He slapped the fuck out that dude. Yeah, that was fucking funny. Bro, every time that motherfucker, like, um, breathe, like you said, I never paid attention to how much he does that, he but he does that like, a lot, bro. Just that. <sighs> <laughs> It's so fucking weird. Hey, low key though, I feel like I related a lot to Napoleon Dynamite. Like high school days, real shit, bro. <laughs> high school days. You put them tots in your pocket. <laughs> well, no, yeah. more so like you know, there's parts where he's um he looks out the corner of his eyes and he sees somebody like watching him, so he's like they're gonna be impressed by this. When he's playing tether ball, he starts trying to kick the fucking tether ball. <laughs> or like when he's on the bus, when he's throwing the doll out the window, he's looking out the corner of his eyes, like he's looking. He's going to be blown away by this shit. I was like, he told the kid to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, fucking gosh. Mind fucking business. I, I was this like really socially awkward kid, bro. So I was like, because I transferred from these random elementary schools. I was elementary school surfing. Bam. I'm in a constant <laughs> middle school now with all these kids that have known each other forever. So nobody knew who the fuck I was. I wasn't adjusted to making new friends and shit. So it was a lot of time by myself. And there was a lot of situations where I was like, Yo, they'll think this is dope. Like, How did that go for you? It was really weird. <laughs> okay, give me an example of something you did that. That like reminds this. me of the um, of super bad. How that dude has that problem with drawing dicks. Yeah, <laughs> that reminds, that's that's what I think about of you, bro. Just drawing cocks all over the place. It's like, Watch I felt like you were that kid, bro. Mm. I was like, Pretty okay, much. Name me a time where you did something that I was like, "Watch this guy." It's like this this one press him and it fucked you over. So, specifically on the school bus, right, I'm, uh, I'm sitting next to this one, uh, I don't know if she was Mexican or Middle Eastern. She was dark-skinned. Uh-huh. Could have been both. And she was, like, looking over at me, right? I'm sitting on the bus. I'm, like, 14 years old or some shit. And I got a little Sharpie, right? And I was drawing, like, a little doodle on my hand. And then when I see her, like, looking over, I'm like, ooh, she didn't want to see this. Bro, I filled from fingertip to my goddamn shoulder right in front of this bitch. 
my arm was just like scribbles. I colored my arm in. What the fuck? Completely. And in my head, I was like, this will impress her. She probably thought I had Tourette's. I'm like, what, what the hell made you think that that was going to impress her? What made Napoleon think that kicking the fucking tetherball was going to be impressive? I don't know. I mean, at least I can see that being a little more impressive than you just sharpening your whole hand. My arm. Or your whole arm. The arm. Bro, if you was my kid, I would have whooped your ass when you got home for that shit. Is that what happened when you got home? No, they never found out. How did they find out? Bro, I know you had to have some type of like tint on your arm after yeah. you washed it off. I can't remember how I did it. I got it off, though. Like, before you got home? So you were walking around? No, like, nobody... Fuck, I don't walk right up to my parents and high-five them when I went inside, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I walked in. What's up, guys? Went upstairs. Fucking... Beat it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Semen, okay? Semen gets out. Fucking Sharpie kids. Remember that. Did anyone say anything to you while you are walking around? Like, with, like, a whole Sharpie you know, armed up or anything? No, because a lot of kids, like, doodled on their fucking arms. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, doodle, not fucking... Colored it in like yeah, I was the dude from 21 in. Pilots, what co- bro. What color did you use? <laughs> it was a black fucking Sharpie, dude. I was like... I'm like, even to this day, I still don't understand the people that, like, get tattoos and do, like, a whole blackout sleeve or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, the only thing I can think of is maybe you cover covering up, like, a bad tattoos. But if you already went through a whole arm with bad tattoos, then, I mean, at that point, you kind of ask for it. Yeah, but, uh... You guys got anything else to add about Napoleon Dynamite before we move on? Cannon Heat. It's a banger. What is? Cannon Heat. Can of Heat? Candid Heat. What's that? The song that he dances to. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what it's called? I was more enthralled by the prom songs, the 80s jams. Those are pretty good songs, too. But I don't know. That, that, that's, that song's a banger. Mm. And plus that dance is iconic. I was reading it too. I was like, apparently everything was supposed to be improvised. It was. It wasn't even supposed to end like that, or that wasn't even supposed to be part of the movie. I mean, yeah, but I think he improvised like ninety percent of everything that happened in that movie. Really? Yeah, the character, everything. Bullshitting or be for real? I'm bullshitting. I don't know for real. Oh. You know, he was only paid a thousand dollars for that to be that character, and then it was a four hundred thousand dollar budget. Goddamn! Nah, dude, he got ripped off. He made forty million. Has that guy done anything since then? Yeah, he was in Bench Warmers. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was uh, in Bench I forgot about he that. He was in Blades of Glory where Blades he was a figure skating guy. Oh, that was it? Oh, shit. Everything. Go watch back these movies then. He was. Uh, he does a lot of voice acting now. He was in like one of them Halloween movies. I can't remember which one. Oh, shit. I didn't, even, I didn't realize that, that was... <laughs> yeah, I think it was Monster House. Yeah, Monster House. He was the guy who worked at the arcade. Oh... So you hit scoundrels, the Sasquatch Gang, Blaze of Glory, Surf's Up, Movie McAllister, Mama's Boy. So you does some decent stuff. Legend of the Kung Fu Rabbit for <laughs> What the fuck? Hey, you guys gotta help me figure something out though. What's up? So in terms of my theory, right? Uh-huh. I couldn't quite figure out <clears throat> what the fuck the chicken coop scene represents. Uh <laughs> maybe how the other kids died there? Or how the I don't know. Uh, that's my only thing. I don't know, like, because it was a really weird scene, even in the movie. Well, where they were talking shit on him about how he doesn't have a job, doesn't make money, so he he just, goes to get a little job real quick. Right? Yeah, yeah, he got a man's job at the farm. 
And remember, he's asking the old dudes, do they have talons? He keeps saying, do they have talons? The old dude's like, what? And he's talking about the chicken's claws. Do they have claws is pretty much what he's asking. Uh-huh. Then he goes in there, and the chickens are all flipping the fuck out. And he's all scared and shit while he's putting them in. <laughs> he gets done. He has, like, that lunch that looks... It's what like, the fuck was it? Like, it was, like, I don't sandwich, it was like, like orange it was like juice a, or something. Wasn't it, like, a tuna sandwich or something like that? Tuna sandwich, boiled eggs, and orange juice, but he cracked an egg into the orange juice. Yeah, because the, yeah. the man was enjoying it. Everyone else was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't got my checkbook. He's. <laughs> I was working. My bad. Take another shot. Now I'm good, bro. He's calling you out on that. I'm about to play this shit right now. The farm scene. You don't. You, you don't remember it? I didn't watch that part. I'm just trying to see. You could have had it pulled it up. Yeah, I can pull up the damn farm scene. Oh, it's cool, bro. He's like, I don't want anyone to see. No, nah, but like, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I could think of, right? Is that the farm scene could represent hell? Growing up, responsibility, <laughs> being an adult. <laughs> yeah, because like speaking English, boy. Him speaking of fucking talons and shit, bro. Claws, like in most, you know, you think demon perceptions, they have claws, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of his fears. Is like, do they have claws? Because he says it poignantly a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know that's what I that's what I thought but I feel like that's more of a stretch even than the other shit I was already saying. I feel like it's a little more of a stretch but I mean if I guess if you need to theorize uh, he feeds them before they go to work. I thought it was I thought it was after. No, it was after. It's after? Mm-hmm. No, probably. because he asked Talons be in he asking do they have Talons? They skipped the chicken coop scene probably. Yeah, they skipped that. I was watching it and then I was like I found a, on YouTube, it was supposed to be like a, like a video that said the whole movie, Napoleon Dynamite, but, but a twist. And I was like, I'm like, what the fuck? But I started watching it because it's the whole movie, but it's just a Snapchat filter when their voice just, just, just uh, distorted. And I was like, I think this would be something different. And I was going to send it to you be like, well, maybe like, like watch this and be like, oh, maybe shit's like a different take on it. But it was, it was nothing special. I was like, what the fuck? So you're more impressed by the Snapchat chill filter video than my goddamn theory that yeah. I worked very hard on? Here, I'll show it to you. How is it PG, but that cow gets shot in the head at the beginning? They don't show it. They don't show the, the gunshot I know, but it shows the kids reacting to it. This man. It's camera tricks, friend. Uh, let me see if I can find the video. Rex Kwando. Fucking love it. I need me some American flag pins. Yeah, see? <laughs> You guys ever taken karate classes? No. It's just voice distributed or voice edited. This dude is more impressed by voice distortion than actual hard facts and science. <laughs> Man, you said it was a theory, and yeah. I was, and I was not. I'm not behind your theory. Karate classes. Oh, fuck. Fucking Rex Kwando. You've never taken karate classes. I've never. Bro. Neither one of you. No. That might be a thing of the past, bro. Because people still do, still do it. it. People but, still do it. It's just like not as big anymore. I be <laughs> to keep a so strap on. You don't on know me. karate like I do. Hell no. You know karate? I'm a train killer. Don't look like it. That's part of the mystique. Oh shit! Wait till I put on my gi, my little white robe. You you have a white belt? No. Nah. It's yellow. It's piss. <laughs> Pissed on it. 
Now, fucking, uh, my dad took me to the YMCA when I was like seven or some shit. We mm-hmm. could sign up for classes while he'd work out. I would be getting my fucking my judo on, you know. Do you still remember? No, because it was breaking boards and shit. It was actual. It was the not fun karate where all they teach you is like routines. It was pretty much like a dance class. Didn't you tell me about this? And it was like an old like Japanese man that was teaching you. Old Japanese, possibly Chinese. I don't want to be racist. I can't remember. He was not white, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He was just not white. <laughs> and he, uh, his name was Mister Makata. I thought you were saying Mister Miyagi. Fuck not. He used to carry a fucking a staff. Honest to God, a hard, long staff like that Goku behind you in the picture. Oh, Fucking, and it was like it was it was uh, light brown, and it was striped with like black stripe all around it. What was the guy from uh, Kill Bill Two? Pai Mei. Yeah, it was like that. He was like Pai Mei, except uh, no beard. He had that cul-de-sac haircut where like all the hair was on the sides. He was really tall and dark skinned He always wore chanclas. <laughs> and. uh he would yell. He was like Gordon Ramsay if he was a karate teacher. Oh shit! Like people, like everyone, like was like seven. You said, yeah. Damn, I bet you he had motherfuckers crying. In there. Fuck yeah, dude! And he had the staff right, and what he had, and the floor was like hardwood, like a basketball court. And he would have us like in poses and shit, doing like the stretches, uh-huh. in position, you know, like the punch, hand tucked in and shit. And we had to count in Japanese. I think he must have been Japanese. So we had to count in Japanese. I still remember the fucking numbers because I was so scared. What's the numbers? Itch, knee, sun, see, go. And you even do the ro- voice too. Cool. <laughs> That's how the motherfucker made us do him. If we didn't do him with the accent, he got more mad. <laughs> He's like, I'm burning his voice Japanese. But whenever you'd I'm fuck up. trying to start an army. <laughs> whenever you would fuck up, I'm going to put the mic a little away from my head. You would just hear, pay attention! Throw the fucking staff at the floor as hard as he could, and it'd echo right next to your fucking foot, so it barely missed your feet when you chuck it at the floor. How old is this dude? Like, 90. Goddamn. I remember I had, like, little Harry Potter glasses at the time, and he called me Glass Boy every time he's, like, <laughs> Should have kept that going. What a beat his old ass. I know. What did that happen to your son, bro? Oh, that motherfucker turned into dust. Man, man, discipline your child. But I was like, okay, was he actually a good teacher, though? It was Obviously karate, bro. I remember how to count in Japanese. All, all he was was a good teacher <laughs> teaching Japanese, bro. <laughs> Just counting numbers. Let's be real. Karate, there's not a whole lot of shit you can do, like, defensively. You got to learn, like, boxing, Muay Thai, or some shit. Something that's actually applicable to the real world. Okay, so let me ask you this, then. Would you do Rex Kwondo? A Rex Kwando? Yeah. That looked more effective than what I learned. <laughs> is that is that what you learned there? Yeah, then if the guy spoke like this all the time, that'd be fucking fire. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you do that voice. Do it again. Huh? Do that again. I'm not a fucking monkey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I will not repeat that voice again. Consider voice acting. With a handicap. With the handicap. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like, I, I, th- I thought Rex Kwando was pretty funny. Like... Yeah, that guy was in a bunch of other movies, so I always get excited I when I see him. No. They got American pants. Legend. That'd have been great if he was in that movie, but no. <laughs> and uh, anything else you guys think of Napoleon Dynamite? No, I mean, other than the Rex Kondo, it was like that. That whole thing is just funny to me. 
And then the dance is iconic. I mean, everyone knows the dance. I mean, it's really it. Vote for Pedro. Mm-hmm. It's really all the it has, honestly, going for it. What do you guys think of Napoleon's suit? Smells. This man was rocking it. Fire. Man, confidence. Confidence oh, is key. I didn't get that far. How far did you get? I said, I keep telling you, I only got like halfway through. I know, but so like, have you ever seen the movie at all? I've seen that product. I've seen it like he said, like in uh, in, in bits. parts, but I've never watched it from beginning to end. I guess uh, that's fair. And yeah. I tried to uh, today, but I just let time, you know, get behind, bro. And I had to take a shot and get over here. He's like, I was too busy getting high. That too. <laughs> did you watch it while you were high? Hell yeah, that's why I was laughing so hard. At this. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think about that slap from now on, I'm going to fucking laugh, bro. What about the, like uh, the most random time when I think about it? <laughs> what about the hands club? <clears throat> the little part where he's like, where they're in front of the whole class and they're doing like oh, the fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You crack me up. <laughs> Everybody in the like. Is that a real thing? We're way too old to be in high school. I think so. The hands club? Like presentation. Maybe music class or something? I don't know. I thought it was a presentation. Mm, it said there's a little sign on the chalkboard behind him that said the hands club what what the fuck was he talking about in the beginning of the movie where like the teacher called him up and was like presenting something he just said like the most random shit ever yeah, they don't make you guys do that shit in uh in history class they make you do a uh, current event nah, anything going on in the world something in the news you learned you're supposed to get up in front of the class and say like my current event is this happened no and he decided to talk about the Loch Ness monster getting blown out of the water by the <laughs> Scottish government. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" This man just randomly come up with a spell on the the local the, the local wizards have come to cast a protective spell across the town. Nessie is safe. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, this man just came up and was talking about some theories. You guys never had to do that? No. Nah, we just we watched the current event on. On that smart board. That's why you niggas can't keep up with me. <laughs> they used to such an electoral. They used to make me do it right, and uh, they have you had a three minute timer to do it. You had to actually speak. It might have been two minutes. Two minute timer to speak. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to speak for two minutes before about something you don't really know shit about, but it's difficult. So I remember I uh, what did I do? I think I took out a piece of gum in the middle of mine, and like after I'd started the current event, I was talking slow as it was. And I dropped the wrapper, and I went, oops. And I watched it float away and, like, go under, like, a chair. And the timer was still going, so I just kind of, like, oh, fuck. Bends over. It's down there. Oops, guys. It's really in there. (laughs) Got up, said, like, 20 more seconds. That's how it was done. She's like, start over. Yeah, yeah. He realized you still have 40 more seconds. (laughs) Complete waste of time. No, yeah. dude, I don't remember doing anything like that, honestly. Uh, but then I again... Forgot, I forgot what we used to watch in, in high school. I was a... High school was kind of boring. I don't remember what it was. Pedro said he did one on the Black Lives Matter protests. Pedro, how old are you, bro? I don't know. I was just thinking about this the other day. Where did you say that? Hmm? Oh, I see it right there. I was like, I'm like, where the fuck did you get? I see it. it just popped yeah, it's up. on the chat on the right over No, there. no, no. It just popped up right now for me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, where'd you get that? Because I'm on the YouTube channel. And no- 18. He is of age, guys. It's cool. Because I thought for... I don't know why. I Like, in my head, I was like, I wonder if he's, like, 14, dude, and I'm just talking to, like, a child. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait you don't know your own beat maker? 
Not too well yet. We got to get more in touch, definitely. But I got to figure out how to like do like a fucking uh, what's that thing called? Like a video chat? Yeah, a Zoom call. A Zoom or call. FaceTime? I'm old, bro. I don't know the young kids' lingo. Wait, wait, wait. You can do it on Instagram, bro, and just add people to it. You do Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, I'm really excited Facebook. to like try the Facebook one. Wait, so you you're, some good you're eyes. telling me? Oh, yeah, I'll share that shit. How the hell did you meet your beat producer then? Huh? How'd you meet, how'd you meet your beat producer? Oh, he commented on one of my TikToks and the YouTube videos, so I was like, "All right, let me see what his uh, beat stuff looked like." Is he from here? I don't think so. Pedro, where are you from? Since I was fourteen. Oh, close enough, right? Yeah. Oh shit! Why don't you get him to do a pod with you? That'd be the mission, bro. Get him in on the Zoom call. Get him on a Zoom call and do one of those. Oh shit! I thought I thought it was like one of your friends or something. Nah, really like in person well. friends, because I don't I mean I don't know if you guys are friends already. Electro California. Oh you shit! You know that is wrong. I have no idea what is it. No, oh, you're the Cali boy, bro. You're supposed to be my Cali representative. We're gonna make a tour and go to Cali. Sounds fine. Worldwide. Shit. I mean, we got last time we had someone watching from India. It's true. El Centro, my boy. I don't know what oh, that is, but it sounds Centro. sexy. He meant to say El Tancho, California. Uh, Not Electro. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, where the fuck is Electro? The Spider-Man I villain, bro. Electro. I was like, I think he was a typo. So you've heard of El Centro, though? Nah, I, I think, I don't know. He's that? like, man, I don't think you really bro, from Cali. I was like, dude, we're putting my Cali knowledge on fucking blast, bro. I'm trying to see where this is. Would you ever go to Cali? Have you ever been to Cali? No. Right by the border. Which border? Oh, south side. <laughs> I would imagine he's talking about the border, not yeah, like a state border. I don't know. It's fucking with them. Mm. Um, you, you said you never been. Did you ever want to go? Not. I don't know. Maybe even for like music shit south. Oh down. damn, he's way down south, bro. He's by the border. That's what he said. As you just said that. I'm up by. The, I was. I'm from Baldwin Park. That's like four hours up north from there. So you think you're better than him? Nah, not at all. Yeah, he below me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way above that nigga. It just gets more expensive as you go up north. No, no. No oh, shit. Oh, well, I mean that's cool. I I didn't know you're. I thought, like I said, I thought it was like one of your friends that, like your local friends that was like making your beats for you. I didn't know it was like a guy that made. Nah, these online transactions, man. <laughs> oh shit, that's, that's pretty my cool, boy, man. Reached out through social medias and shit. We're definitely gonna have to do some type of like visual collab. That'd be fun as fuck. Oh shit! I that's pretty cool. But now, uh, but moving on, bro. I wanted to talk about fucking like Disney movie conspiracies. I don't know how I went down this rabbit hole where I found some movies. Should have went to the the, the creepy pasta. There's there are a couple of those also. I, but like, I, what I was, do you guys know off the top of your head? Like random ones, uh, like Disney ones, or mm-hmm. like just in general? Just in general. Uh, I don't know a lot of like. Besides, like, the Slender one and, like, Jeff's a Killer one and all that, like, the generic ones. I don't really know much, like, that. I'm, I know, like, like, like creepypastas for, like, video games and, like, troll pastas, which are just fucking making fun of creepypastas. Are you guys familiar with the Brothers of Grimm? <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not too familiar with all right, so the, Disney movie. <clears throat> so, the Brothers of Grimm <laughs> are the guys who wrote the stories for all the fucking Disney movies that got turned into movies. <clears throat> if I give you one, will you read it? A creepy pasta? Yeah. Well, 
troll pasta, but I'll let, you, I'll let you believe it's real. Sure. All right. So, look, these it. dudes wrote Hansel and Gretel, Rumpelstiltskin, uh, Frog Prince, Snow White, Cinderella, all that shit. This one dude wrote all those stories. Are these guys? Now, the thing is, though, when they made those stories, they were made like, I can't even think of like what time period they would have been in. It would have been a long ass <laughs> time ago. 1812, so the 1800s, bro. So Disney took these stories, they dolled them up, made them all bright colored and shit, and now they're like kids' stories, right? But the original stories are always fucked up. They're cautionary tales. They're bloody and gruesome and shit. Right, right. Is it like Hansel and Gretel? Like they're like witch hunters who like parents got killed or some shit like that. That's on Instagram. Well, that's that uh, that one movie. Yeah, but uh. I think even in the story, that one's actually pretty faithful. They push the fucking witch in the oven and shit, bitch yeah. burns alive. Yeah, that one's pretty that fucked more up. like darker, you know what I mean? I think in the real story, they don't get away. And she actually eats them. Damn. But do you think in the darker version of it, it they would have showed that instead? You would think. Like, it wouldn't make <clears> sense. <throat> yeah, but, but they're not going to end the movie like that, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah. Wait, was it like an actual Disney movie or was it like a... Or, well, this, I I, I'm not going to lie, I don't... Movie. I don't know a lot about Hansel and Gretel. I like I know the vague story, but I don't know like what's the actual actual shit to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say a whole lot. I'm just making assumptions. But the ones I did look up, right? Snow White. You guys know the Snow White story? Vaguely. Snow White. Which one? Again? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Okay. She fucking she's frolicking in the forest, bro. She meets seven fucking <laughs> dwarfs. She's partying it up with these motherfuckers, living her best life. She has a jealous mother who's the queen. Queen, uh, who's the fairest of them all. And they say Snow White. So she's like, fuck. Fuck. Not Can't me. have Snow White looking better than me. So she sends a witch with a poison apple to give it to Snow White. Snow White eats it, goes into a coma. Bitch knocked out. And um, that's how the story goes. That's how the movie goes or whatever. The cartoon remake. Everything's golden. Uh-huh. And, um... It's all the same up until that point. Now, in the cartoon version, the prince comes, the handsome prince, he kisses her, they wake up, they go back, they do whatever they do, the movie plays out like a kid's movie, right? Slays the dragon, yeah. Slays the dragon. Now, in the real one, in the real story, apparently, the prince doesn't kiss Snow White. The motherfucker is just clumsy, trips over a log, and Snow White's sitting on a table, and he, like, falls and pulls the fucking table down. Snow White rolls off the table and she's like, "Oh fuck, I'm awake now." What the fuck? By the way, shout out to five viewers. Five viewers. And so they end up going back to the castle, right? And the queen doesn't know that Snow White's conscious now. So the king tells her, "We're having a party," and there she's like, "Oh fuck yeah, we're gonna have a party." There's gonna be a wedding. She's like, "Oh, whose wedding is it?" He's like, "Wait till you see." Now what the queen doesn't know is that Snow White had already told the king everything that had happened. Hey, this bitch just tried to poison me, so what are you going to do about it? And you know what they do about it? They show up for the wedding celebration. The queen is in attendance, and she sees that there is a pair of metal shoes over a fire that have been burning bright red hot. Metal shoes. They make the queen put the shoes on, burning, scorching hot, and they make her dance until she dies. What the fuck? What the fuck? This is like the actual like That's the actual like Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Fire, son. Oh shit. That shit's crazy. I heard that one. I never 
heard that take. Like, I've heard the Cinderella one, but I've never heard that one. What's the Cinderella one? I think the only weird thing about Cinderella is, you know how she, like, goes to the ball and um, she loses her shoe? Uh-huh. So, they have, like, this competition to see who's, like, who Cinderella is by making all the bitches in town, like, put their sh- their feet in the shoe to see if it fits. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Cinderella has, like, evil stepsisters that are, like, dick thirsty trying to, like, get this dude. Mm-hmm. So, like... When they go to try it, none of their, their feet don't fit, but they try so hard to make them fit. Like vaguely. But like I said, I haven't looked that one up, so I can't say on everything. I see. But the other one, bro, that I found out. Motherfucking Rapunzel, son. You know who Rapunzel is? Yeah, yeah. that chick with the long hair. Bitch with the long hair. I guess they made a Disney movie called Tangled about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that one. Where the girl's locked in the tower. Her hair is getting super duper long. She's keeping the uh, evil witch that took her young with her long hair. I don't know the real story behind it, but what I read, nigga, was crazy. So apparently, right, there was like, there was this couple that lived on a farm next to the old witch's farm or her land or whatever. And so the husband in this couple was like, yo, that witch is planting some fire looking flowers. I'm going to jack one. Takes it, brings it to his woman. It's like glowing and shit. She's like, yo, this is a beautiful ass flower. Cool, cool. Go get another one. He's like, ah, no, no, no. You're going to go get another one. Goes and gets another flower. This time he gets caught. Now, I can't remember the conversation, but somehow the witch tells him, listen, I'm going to spare you unless you give me your firstborn kid. And from what I understand, they literally just went, have her. They gave her a fucking baby. Now, this baby's Rapunzel. She locks the baby in the tower. The baby's hair is growing stupid fucking long. The witch cursed her so that her hair had, like, these magical properties. This healing shit. Mm -hmm. So, Rapunzel's in this tower forever. For a long-ass time. The witch climbs up her hair to get into the tower. Gets her youth or whatever the hell. Leaves. Now, at some point, she's singing, like, a song right out the window. A handsome prince is walking by. The prince climbs up her window. They have a jolly old good time. Climbs out. And this becomes a recurring thing. One day the witch happens to be like outside the tower when he climbs up. And then when he comes down. So the witch is off in like some bush or some shit. Like that thought. <laughs> Hell upset. So the witch climbs up the tower. Up Rapunzel's hair. <clears throat> Fucking basically flip shit on Rapunzel. Chops the bitch's hair off. And then he she releases her into the woods. She's like, you know what? Go be a hoe out there in the woods. So now, Rapunzel is lost in the woods. The prince comes back to the tower. And the witch throws the hair out the fucking window. He climbs up the tower thinking he's going to see Rapunzel. Motherfucker gets to the window, you know, climbs up that bitch. Witch peeks her face out. She ain't home. Snip. Drops his ass from the top of the fucking tower as he's like on the window. And apparently when he falls, somehow he gouges his own eyes out. Doesn't have eyeballs. So because the witch cut the hair, she's trapped in the tower. She lives in there until she starves to death. So now the prince wanders into the fucking woods with no eyeballs. He survived the fall with no eyes. No damage. Wandering the woods. No damage. She doesn't have eyes. Well, besides that. Like, he probably no has something legs, else. No yeah, I was like, this man. This man. Okay. 
It's not the point of it. So he's wandering okay. the woods and he hears a beautiful woman singing. It's Rapunzel. So even though her hair is chopped off, it still has healing properties. She heals his fucking eyes. They live happily ever after. But still, I feel like that's a dark fucking story. Not as dark as I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought there was going to be like... I don't know. I think it's a cool, like, the imagery. Like, imagine, like, you think you're climbing up the window to see your girl. And like I said, my fear is haggard women. So to see, like, a <laughs> bitch's face just... That'd be hella scary, bro. <laughs> I guess so. That'd be dead, I guess. It's like going to see your girlfriend and, like, her mom opens the door or something. She's like, she's not home. And she doesn't suck you up. What? Anyways, so <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What stories you got going on?" Nah, but yeah. So those are like all the extra shit I had for this. Interesting. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, there's like you said in the beginning. There's fucking theories for everything. There's always some dark version of like the like original story, even if it's not dark, or if it was dark and they got to switch to like be more kid friendly. These are fun, though, because they're, like, the actual fucking, like... Those aren't theories. It's, like, this is legit 100%. You look up in the library, that's what the story is. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some that are originally like that. And, like I said, they got toned down for kids. Because, like, oh, we could make a kid thing out of this. Or some theories, like... Or some stories where it isn't, like... It's, like, for kids or whatever. No attention to be, like, you know, not innocent. And then someone will take it and twist it to make it, like... (coughs) make it seem like it's either a theory of like oh shit this is what really meant or you know they twist it up to make it like a for adults type thing you guys think of any current events i can't think of because my brain is kind of full of shit i know we're doing history class nah bro like what type of current events have Have you guys done psychedelics i never have no sir no i'm okay you guys haven't done shrooms or acid or semen nope the fuck uh someone on the youtube chat said vark tech what's that i have no idea they just said vark tech how you spell it v-a-r-k vark tech capital v and a capital k sophia stephens uh capital v and capital k I don't think that'll change the Google search. I don't know if it will either, but that's how she spelled it. Are you a robot, sir? I will show you the YouTube chat. Sophia Stevenson. Ah. Need more uh, context, friend. But now, yeah, I can't think of any any current events, bro. Like something major going on. Uh, Pedro said I've done LSD and shrooms, and my brother said, "Can you guys cover the news on carne asada?" Mexican Gundam. Carne asada. Mister, 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 I can't make it Monday, but I can be on the chat. What an ass. Pedro said he's done LSD and shrooms. I've always had this fear, bro, of doing um psychedelics because I feel like my brain is already like so warped and like goes to weird places. Yeah. I don't want to see how much like deeper the rabbit hole goes, you know? And I'd be I'd be afraid of not coming back. <laughs> Being stuck in the high because that shit happens to people, bro. They'd be like they don't come back to reality, you know what I mean? You know what I have done before before is um you guys ever done air duster? 
fucking uh, nitrous Fuck oxide, nigga. I ain't done none of that shit. Bro, I'm when sweet. I was in high school, I met some kids that did that shit. So they were like, here, you know, give this a shot. You know what I'm talking about? No. Keyboard cleaner. Oh. Yeah. Little spray. It's got a straw on it. You still can't, you still can't buy it unless you're 18 and over. I know. They would uh, put the fucking shirt over their mouth and put the straw inside their mouth. Hit that bitch. I used it and got listened to music the whole time. I would have to do like really small doses of it. But no. Oh, I see. I just listened to 0.2 of a gram. Yeah, the one thing I never understood shrooms. Like, like how does that shit work? Like, do you just, how do you know which, like, like which one gets you high and which one's not just going to kill you because it's a deadly mushroom that you see? I've heard, I don't know if this is true, do they only get shrooms from cow shit? Nah, I mean a lot of people grow like that, but record does. That's lot, the word I was looking for. A lot of people know how to grow it now without using cow shit. They use actual like dirt and fertilizers and stuff like that. Why haven't you done it? Because I'm not. Like I said, I don't want to. I imagine stuck. shrooms being like a body high the way it's described. Nah, it's all like a mental thing. I, I heard it's like a psychedelic like type shit. Yeah, it's a psychedelic. Everybody I've talked to says they don't trip. I just ain't got the mind for it, bro. I was like, I just, this was like, I just don't understand it because it's like, I don't got the mind for it. it. Like I said, like people will like grow shit and like, and like, you know, like I said, how do you, how do people know, like, you're not just going to eat one jam and die because it's not deadly. Well, they sell like the seeds for it, just like they sell seeds for uh, weed. That and it's, a, is it just like an edible where you just eat it and basically kicks you? Yeah, you could put it in food or whatever. You just eat that shit. I would do shrooms before any other psychedelic, I think, just because that seems like the least fuck with. <clears throat> like, imagine know. an acid strip or fucking... I had to be, like, out in nature somewhere and just eat that shit. Go to a rave and you'll get everything. like that in nature. Chris, would you ever go to a rave? On some trails. Have you gone to a rave? No. Okay, LSD. Just start pumping up. LSD before shrooms. You're a bold fucking man. What is LSD? Is that acid? This is not nah. psychedelic. Yeah, it's more another psychedelic thing. Like I said, LSD is the ones that you usually take at raves. I'm old, man. I uh, I started smoking cigarettes and drinking beers when I was like 12, and I never looked back. <laughs> God damn, that's all he knows. Yeah, bro, I didn't never pick up anything else. Yeah, it's acid. <laughs> you guys ever tried Baja Blast? Straight to the fucking lungs, son. Nah, I don't really fuck with Taco Bell. <coughs> I mean, so like... I've never tried a Baja Blast. Do you like Mountain Dew? Not really. Then you probably wouldn't like Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was like... When it comes to like doing drugs and all that shit, like... At what point do you cut the limit? Hmm? At what point do you cut the like, okay, I'm not going past this. Because you know people would be like, oh, would you ever do this? Or would you ever try this? Like, at what point would you be like, all right, I, I, like, once I start experiencing this, I'm like, I don't want to do anything past that. So I'm comfortable doing what I see other people doing, and they keep, and they're all right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've never seen somebody well-adjusted on meth, so that one's probably out. Uh-huh. Heroin, the same deal. Now, yay. What the fuck is yay? Cocaine. Now, I know lots of people that do cocaine casually, and they're living everyday successful lives. It hasn't ruined their fucking life. I don't know about you guys, 
But so for me, I'd probably, I could probably do coke if I really wanted to. It's an expensive habit, though. So probably not. I don't know if you should be saying that, but okay. <laughs> All right, right. I don't think you should be saying that. All I'm right. not admitting I'm doing anything. I'd say that'd be probably one of the I legal purposes. I haven't done it, but you know, I have my fair share of stories. You know, I, I know people, <laughs> two guys with baseball caps. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I ain't just that shit in my life, bro. Man, I haven't done that shit. That's the thing is, I'm also afraid of uh, being addicted and creating an addiction, like you know, with pills or with cocaine or anything like that. Like I literally, I feel like I got an addiction with weed, bro. That's that's how bad I feel like it is. That's why I don't mess with anything else. Do you feel like you did, or do you know you did? I feel like I, mean, I pretty much do have an addiction to weed. I guess I smoke every day, but I don't mean I don't like feed it. You know what I mean? I can live a life without it. When I come home from work, I hit the blunt. Not the blunt, the joint. He says, I keep it neutral like weed and shrooms. I respect that. I respect that. I just keep it to weed. But now, I was talking about the air duster thing because I the reason I stopped doing it pretty quickly, right? Because we were doing it a lot. One of the side effects whenever you hit an air duster can is it lowers the pitch of your voice about six decibels. So you sound like Darth Vader the second you start speaking. You know, like when you hit a helium balloon, your voice gets high pitched. Uh, it's the opposite. It's the opposite, the extreme opposite. Oh shit! As soon as you hit, you go, "Oh shit, what's yeah, going on?" God. Like without even trying to do it, it just naturally fucking happens to your voice. Uh-huh. And uh, we thought it was funny as shit. You get a headache, you get a real quick head rush. And one day we were doing it in uh, the basement of my parents' house. We're passing around this can, me and like four other dudes. And uh, I took a hit, right? And I shit you not, boys. I lean my head back, and then all of a sudden, everything goes black, right? And then when I come to, I'm floating at the bottom of a swimming pool filled with water. What the fuck? Can't feel my arms. Can't feel my legs. I'm just floating, bro. Uh huh. But I could talk. And uh, I'm saying out loud, because I know I'm still in the living room, but I'm seeing a fucking swimming pool filled with water that I'm sitting at the bottom of. And I'm like, guys, I can't breathe. And one of my boys, apparently, I don't know this, but he says he slapped the fuck out of me in my face to, like, get me out of it. Because he said I was, like, on stuck mode, just, like, slobbering on myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember after that, that really, like, scared me off the shit. I was like, yeah, we're not playing around with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I bet it did. I don't want to go back there, you know? So this is another example of why I don't want to peek behind the curtain. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't fuck with that shit either. Like, how do you even fucking, like, fathom why your brain goes to that, bro? Fuck that. And that was me at 14. Goddamn, Chris. Your parents really didn't love you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They were very liberal. It was nice. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure your parents love you. It's cool they don't. Damn. Okay. No, because it's like... They bought you the can of air. <laughs> they're like, go, go, have, <laughs> go have fun. No, because it's like... You see people that are addicted to shit and like that, right? But then it's like... Curiosity kills the cat. But at the same time, you figure you would have limits of like, alright, I'm not gonna... Like, I'll do this, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything past that type of shit. So what's your limit? I don't know. I feel like... anything that Anything that gives me the experience past, like, weed... I think I'm. I think I'm okay. But weed is like base level. Everything's gonna be give you something stronger than weed. I know, but I'm saying like, because like whenever I get drunk or whenever I whenever I'm high, 
I, I, I'm more of a chill person. I'm more relaxed. I'm more chill. I'm more confident type of person. But anything when I haven't tripped or anything yet, though. I think when moments start tripping is maybe when I'm like, all right, I think I'm, I'm, think I'm out. How do you feel more confident? I picture like Spider Man three when the dude's like fucking Walking doing the dance outside the bar. You haven't seen me drunk that way. My bad. So I was like, that's probably why. But I don't know. Like to me, it's like I don't think anything after I start tripping, where it, if it gets really bad, I'm like I think I'm out. But I think, like I said, I've I haven't I've only done those two. I haven't I've only gotten drunk and I've only gotten high. But I don't think I would ever want to try anything else. Yeah. So you've only done weed and alcohol is what you're saying. Yeah. I've yeah. only blacked out and gotten high. How about you? Did you just stick to weed? Yeah. Um, I'm taking a. I popped a few pills pills here and there, but I don't. It's not a habit. You ever done ecstasy? Nah, it was mostly like I did like hydros. I did painkillers. I did morphine one time. Uh, that shit fucked me up. That's F- that's the shit that I was like, nah, I'm good. Morphine. <laughs> FBI's yeah. watching. Like, go on. Keep going. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, What's the address? Well, nah, you can we're say actually it, out. I know. Uh, my boy, I was with two homies, and we were out like downtown, just fucking around, and that shit hit while we were out. That shit fucked us up. I was like, damn, bro, I think this shit's starting to hit. We were like zombied out. And the other homie that was with us, he didn't he didn't take one. He was completely sober. So that motherfucker was like, bro, you guys are zombied out. We were fucked up. And then the last time I took a like a prescribed pill was uh, when I cut my finger. And that was years ago. That was when my wife had just given birth to my son. And they gave her some like Tylenol with codeine. <laughs> yeah. And uh Well, I don't think it was it was yeah, it was that. It was around that time. And I cut my finger, and that shit was just hurting at night. So I popped two of those and smoked some weed, bro. And I felt like I was floating. You're in the delivery room, bro, right next to your unconscious child. Just like Steve. Nah, I mean, not like that night. Not, not like that day. It was months after, but she had these pills there at the house because, you know, she had just given birth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I popped like two of them, and I smoked, but I always felt like I was floating on the clouds, man. I was just sitting on the floor chilling. But now I just stick to weed. Yeah, dude, I don't trust pills because I've uh, remember how I said I I'm observant of how people respond to certain things, uh-huh. and I have many of friends who I've seen who were you know just taking spontaneous pills and shit, bro, and I didn't like what it did to them. Like, I felt like it just made them dumber. Yeah, like not even like funny dumb, like sad dumb. Not like for that, real, damn. bro. No, you ain't you ain't joking, bro. I, I've actually experienced that not that long ago with somebody. I've known this kid for a minute. And he just got on that pill popping shit, man. And I ran to him at Family Dollar like a month or two ago. And he was like, oh, like, dude, that motherfucker was sweating. First of all, he was sweating. He was hella skinny. He, he used to be like real chubby, bro. And uh, he was hella skinny. He was sweating. And you can just see in his eyes, he looked fucking like just dumb, bro. He was like, he was there, but like the lights were on, but nobody was home. And he was talking to mm. me. He was like. He's like, what's up, man? He's like, oh, I need a haircut. I was just going to hit you up. And, you know, just I'll tweet that. I was like, all right, bro, just hit me up. He's <laughs> <laughs> asking for a haircut. He's like, he's like, this man was off his ass. I was like, all right, bro. I was like, uh, I was like, all right, bro, just hit me up. He's like, when can you get me in, man? He's like, I really need a bed. I was like, bro, just hit me up. He's like, you know, I'm just, just trying to get the fuck out of there. This dude was tweaked out. I got friends that went off the of rails when they started fucking with pills. I mean. Relatable, clearly. Yeah. 
But um, the worst thing I ever saw motherfuckers on, bro, was uh, I had some boys who I was really close with. They took uh, wet angel dust. Now, I don't know how they did it. I just know that they showed up at my house after the fact. You know, it was me, Cody, and these dudes pull up in this car, right? And to me, it reminds me of um, that story in uh, Miami about the dude who, like, turned into a zombie and started like trying to, like, eat somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I could equate it to is what these two dudes were like. They were legitimately, like, you think it's, like, in the movies they make fun of it, you know, when motherfuckers are, like, itching themselves and they're all, like, talking, like, like that. Like, these motherfuckers were really doing that. These were dudes I went to high school with, like, just a couple months out. And I remember... Somebody told me wet is embalming fluid. Yeah. So the I, shit they I use to, like, preserve so. bodies. Mm-hmm. So that's what these motherfuckers took, bro, and it was scary. Like, they usually just, like, dip a cigarette in there or something. Like, you imagine, like, every spaced-out homeless dude you run into that, like, seems weird. Like, imagine if, like, your closest friend all of a sudden just developed that personality, like, overnight. Oh, shit. I was like, nah, bro, this ain't it. So that's why I don't experiment a lot. That's fair. I mean, you know, like I said... You don't know how you react, <laughs> and then you don't want to get it to be a little like you get hooked on it. If I want to have a real good time, I'll, I'll drink a little bit and then smoke, yeah. and I'll Cross-faded. be cross-faded, yeah. <laughs> and I'm good. We're switching up. And I'm good. I don't need... Well, boys, <clears throat> another one bites the dust. Uh, do You guys want to replug the Instagram handles? I'm okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> not not for this. Yo, uh, follow the Instagram, follow the TikTok, Death Taco Pod. Good podcast, GG. Shout out to Pedro for being on this journey with us. Number one loyal fan. If you, if you don't see me on anymore, it's because I got canceled. Just let me know. Yeah. He's gonna have a talk with HR. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna see this and be like, "Yo, step into my office real quickly." And um. Now follow the YouTube Death Taco Podcast Facebook page with the same name. Uh, also, fuck with the email. Send me songs and shit. I want to do like a music reaction live stream. Just reacting to people's fucking songs. I think that'd be fun. But with that being said, I'm Chris.